Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Stronger, Healthier, and Happier, the official podcast of Hill Family Chiropractic. I've got Dr. Jared Hill with me. Hey. He's the founder, CEO, chiropractor, founder, CEO of Hill Family Chiropractic. And I'm Michael. I'm office manager, host, all those fun things. And today, we're going to continue our conversation on the Better Results Faster classes and what we teach in those. And... um, so we've talked, just as by way of recap, we've talked most recently last week on when we should get tested to see if you have a subluxation. Yes. So refresh us real quick on a subluxation, what it is. Subluxation. Yes. So basically, if you think about your spine protecting the most vital system in your body, the central nervous system, right? Yeah. The central nervous system, the brain, the spinal cord, those nerves that control, they branch out and control your arms, your legs, your heart, your lungs, every function in your body is protected by your spine. If your spine is shifted out of alignment and it starts to interfere with those messages or within the nervous system, not allowing it to communicate or function or send that nerve strength and energy through at 100%, that is a subluxation. So in short, a subluxation is interference in the nervous system because of your spine. Interference of the nervous system. That's good. Something in the spine that's keeping your nervous system from functioning the way it's supposed to be. Because we don't measure whether or not we're healthy based on how we feel. But how we function. That's right. I tested him this time. Hey. And you passed. Great. Congratulations. So a question to kind of get us started off today. Uh, what is, last week we talked about like the bad habits we have, right? What's the bad habit? Lots of bad habits. I'm going to change it up this week. Okay. All right. What is the best thing you do for your chiropractic health or to, to, you mean besides getting to adjusted? protect yourself from subluxations? Yeah, I think getting adjusted is a given for us. We work somewhere where I could just sign my name in and go get on the table and it happens. So, yeah, what, mm, what's mm. the best thing you do? The best yourself? thing would be going back to removing the things that cause the subluxation. Gotcha. So, which would be our thoughts. Yeah. Keep getting my brain wrapped around, and we'll, I'll touch on that in a second, but thoughts, mm-hmm. removing toxins, decreasing the bad stuff from going inside my body and what I feed it. Yeah. And, um, and then our movement the right mm-hmm. type of movement to my body. So exercise is one element that's really helpful to help strengthen my spine and keep it um, stronger and more adaptive and, and less subluxated, right? Yeah. And then, of course, uh, feeding it the proper fuel, the nutrition and the vitamins, minerals, and everything that it needs with, uh, and then avoiding the, the bad stuff, right? Avoiding yeah. the, the toxins and things in the environment and all that, which is nearly impossible or it is impossible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nearly. Meaning, and by nearly, is, we yeah, mean absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then uh, the last one really is, is the thoughts, which it made me go back to, um, what we, what, what I do to try to keep my brain on track or my thoughts on track is, is plugging into the word. So sure. like a, like a daily devotional and really focusing on Jesus and, and the Bible and, and uh, trying to be obedient to his word and, and really trying to live life, um, um, focusing and listening in uh, uh, to the Holy Spirit. So, which that is our guidance and a tool of protection that makes me make much better choices. Yeah. My life gives me strength for discipline and all kinds of stuff. When I'm not focused on that, my brain can go down these rabbit trails and start having fear and anxiety and stress and making bad choices and so forth, which then it can create uh, stress to my body and ultimately subluxations. Yeah. Awesome. That's a lot of good stuff. Great. Yeah. I was going to just say that my, the thing I've done for myself lately and really this year is I've just been more active. 
Hey, that's great. That probably would have been a much easier answer. I've been more active. <laughs> my, I, I've had like phases of being active in my life where I had friends that were working out, so I kind of got into it and did it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get really sore and be like, that's not fun. I don't want to do that anymore. Right, and sure. I did CrossFit for like 10 days. Uh, <laughs> that was, that's too extreme for Michael. Uh, it's like <laughs> I went the day two, I think they were like, this guy could be in competitions. And I was like, I literally don't even know what this thing I'm lifting is called. I can't. <laughs> I can't do any competitions, okay? And uh, I was, I it went way too far for me, too quickly. But uh, but yeah, the way we've done fitness here and just the idea. And I think one of the things I was thinking about it actually uh, this morning because my my wife and I were talking about because I got some results in from some uh, metabolic health test things yeah. we did that we'll talk about on a okay. later time. But I got those results in, and we were talking about my fitness journey, my wife and me, and she's very critical of me in a healthy. A helpful way most of the time but she was saying if you just work out you just don't ever do it and i was like come on so i got my myzone app and i showed her all the dots on all the calendars i was like i worked out last last month out of 31 days i worked out like 19 or 21 19 to 21 times if you count soccer practices right which i <laughs> hey. i wear my myzone and i'm running around with those kids i even wear my cleats for soccer practice because i run around so much and i'm way more active than i was you bet you know two years ago and so um that's awesome. So that's been so you a had lot. proof. And I've had proof. But I think my mindset shifted. What I was going to say is I think my mindset shifted from, oh, I want to work out so I can get buff or I want to work out so I can be strong or so I can be cool like them to just being active is just part of overall just staying healthy and being, you bet. You know, being, being there for my kids long term, being there for my family long term. So yeah. it's, it's kind of helped. And even though I may trash talk it sometimes and have a bad attitude about working out, I still do it way more than, and that's probably why she thought I never did it because I, I complain and then I just do it anyway. But hey, that's just how I roll sometimes. Yeah. So with you being more active, let me ask you, this is kind of a side from our topic, but it's cool. what, it's helpful. what, uh, what is your biggest benefit that you've noticed personally? Yeah. Um, just my flexibility. Uh, I, I don't grunt as much when I bend down to pick up a loose sock on the floor, <laughs> unless I'm sore from the workout, which that's different, but yeah. definitely my flexibility, my endurance, like I can run around with, for a whole one hour soccer practice with these kids and we can play, you know, grownups versus kids or, you know, parents versus kids play a little game, a, a scrimmage for 20, 30 minutes. And I don't feel like I have to quit halfway through, you know, right. which I've coached soccer now for my son for like seven seasons. And this is the first season it's been that. That's awesome. That's been the case. Yeah. And so just so as you're getting older, like you're able to um, be yeah. engaged more. It's, yeah. The opposite of what you would think, but right. it's because I'm being more active. And so my endurance is better. My strength is better. My, my eight-year-old son, like today, I picked him up by his collar on his coat, just being silly because he likes to be roughed up like that. I picked him up and lifted him straight up in the air and I'm just, I'm stronger. Even though yeah. he weighs more, I'm still able to just grab him and lift him up. That's and, awesome. You know, it's little simple stuff that you don't, I don't test how strong I am. Like I right. don't do those kinds of that kind of weightlifting. So but what's, it's working. what's good about that, though, just kind of leading to what we're going to be talking Absolutely. about is you're able to live life better and more without getting injured, right? Yeah. Or, or you yeah. can to better capacity uh, to the fullest, more. Correct. You, know, like, yeah. you know, so being active is one of those key things that uh, helps strengthen our body and hold our position of our spine, make it more adaptive and resilient. And not only with our spine, but the the benefits, cardiovascular, our lung fitness, our heart fitness, and all the other things that it has. But that is one one yeah. piece. We're, we're kind of getting out of the order and everything. But I, it, I love to hear the the raw element of sure. just real life, right? Right. And uh, I think that as you get over the forties soon, someday uh, you'll yeah. you'll it, most people so uh, it's start to start thinking about more of the longevity factor. Right. It's, it's not as much uh, you know. Um, 
about the image elements and things like that. It's more about, Hey, I want to be able to keep moving and being right. active and go and do and have energy and, and health. Right. Yeah. And, um, I think that's where the majority of, uh, probably our listeners or, um, and patients and things like that want that as sure. well. Yeah. And, and it's great that, that we kind of transitioned through that because today we're, we're on part 10 of the series on better results faster. And the question today is what, uh, how do we correct our state or, or stabilize? How do we correct or stabilize our spine to protect us from, you know, damage that comes from subluxation? And uh, that's one of the answers we'll get to even more details on is exercise and therapy. But there's something that we, um, that we, in the chiropractic uh, word, there's a, there's a, a phrase we use to help explain to patients and to help understand ourselves, you know, what we, what we can do, what our responsibilities are for ourselves to take charge of our own health and protect ourselves from the damage that can be caused by subluxations. And we call it the three-legged stool. So can you just explain what the three-legged stool is sure. and like why that is the example we use, the three-legged stool? Yeah, yeah. So uh, three-legged stool, like you said, we kind of help train patients on some things they can be doing at home to, to stabilize or get better correction um, with their spine and their health. And uh, we say three-legged stool because I don't know if the listeners have tried to sit on a two-legged stool, but it, it's kind of tough, right? Never it's, works. It doesn't work very well. So three-legged, much more better foundation. So the three legs are number one, your adjustments in rhythm. Number two, getting the, um, what's number two? Number two is correcting <laughs> bad habits. Yeah, sorry. Correcting bad, bad habits. And then number three, getting the, the proper exercise yeah. or therapy, things like that. So um, number one, with that, the adjustments in rhythm, that's a big question. There's a lot of patients will say, well, how often should I get adjusted? Yeah. Right. And that all depends, again, on our recommendations are always based on the patient's goals and our findings. What I mean by that is, what is the goal of the patient? How well do they want their spine and their nervous system and their health to be? And then, well, what condition are they actually in? What mm. is the spinal health and neurological health of that individual with based on their posture and their x-rays and arthritis and, and um, body fat composition and inflammation in their body and all the things, right? So yeah. we have to take all that consideration to help put a plan together that's going to help that person individually reach that goal. So, but there's a thing that happens when... When we adjust the spine to get it healthier and moving better, and that, that problem or that subluxation potentially has been there for years, 30 plus years for a lot mm. of people, that's caused all kinds of arthritis and degeneration in the spine because it's been there for so long coping with that imbalance. What do you think the spine wants to do after we adjust it? It wants to just go right back to how it was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where you, you probably have heard of people going, oh man, I go to the chiropractor, I have to keep going for the rest of life, or it it's, goes right back. Well, to some degree, that's true because. Because the, the problem's been there for so long that the, literally the structure of the spine in many cases has molded and changed its shape to cope with that. So if you want a healthier structure and, and uh, more stability, we have to start adjusting in a healthy rhythm to change the nerve and muscle memory pattern of that. So, um, so when we adjust it, it wants to go back out of place. You start adjusting that and it actually starts to not only decrease inflammation, help the body start functioning better, feel better. But the, um, it can start creating a healthier pattern the way the spine wants to hold. But there's another step. Mm. What is that other step, do you think? The other step. Step two. Would be breaking your bad habits. There you go. So breaking the bad habits. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, the breaking the Because if we keep doing the same thing over and over that's causing it, mm -hmm. it that's one thing it's that's definitely going to make it go back, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like a postural, right? Like we've talked about this on other episodes is, 
what causes it, you know, certain postures, yeah. things like computers or how we sleep and we sleep on our uh, face down with our head turned to the right every night, it, it's going to cause problems, yeah. right? If we sit on a wallet with a one inch wallet on um, all day long, you know, it's, just, it's these daily things that we could be doing um, to create a bad habit, which how are we going to compete with that? We've got sure. to start removing some of those habits so it doesn't keep causing the problem over and over. That makes sense. So then, of course, the third thing would be um, once we start decreasing those bad habits and we're adjusting getting it to become healthier, the third key element that I think a lot of patients were, the whole one of the main reasons we decided to move and build and create this fitness studio is to help this other percent is is getting the body moving, right? Because we to to change that nerve and muscle memory pattern and to develop a healthier, stronger pattern and to strengthen those weak spots and to loosen the tighter spots that have been developed is healthy movement and exercise. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not talking about it. It doesn't have to be CrossFit or it doesn't have to be yoga or whatever. It can be home things that you can be doing um, to just get the body moving healthily, going through different ranges of motion to to start strengthening your spine and help hold the adjustments uh, better and better. Yeah. So... So we have some specific things we do, right? Like not only just regular exercise, but like we have some specific like therapies and things like that, that we actually like prescribe or assign to our patients. Uh, what are some of those that, that we do? Like just give yeah. me a couple examples of some of those therapies and what they do for us. Right. So again, based on the person's goal, how much correction do they really want to get out of their spine? Do they want to just kind of improve it and get it to function better and decrease some of their pain, increase quality of life to a certain level that they can mm. just be doing home stuff? Or do they really want to get maximum correction as much as possible or whatever it is, we want to be able to come alongside and help them. So we have technology in our office to be able to help with a lot of those things. So one for one example is we have a UTS, our universal traction yeah. system basically these cables and wires and things, we hook them up. And if they've got uh, some curvatures in their spine or a straightened neck, we can help pull those curves back in and train the spine along with everything else uh, for that. Um, also, there's home molding therapies and exercises that people can do, whether it's a cervical traction and uh, hanging on the door or a, a, a dinny roll, which is not the kind you eat, but the... Not the, a dinner roll. Not a yeah. dinner roll, a dinny <laughs> roll that uh, it helps to mold the, the uh, curves in your spine as well. They can do at home. There's... So basing, again, on what the patient wants and then how much effort they want to be putting into it, to what level, mm-hmm. then we can help give them home stuff or even in-office things to facilitate with that. Awesome. So that goes along with just regular exercise and regular movement. I mean, there's also movement we give them that, have, that you don't need equipment for, right? Like simple exercises and movements you can do. We just try everything we can to help patients complete you know, what's on this three-legged like stool. I'm going to rewind just a little and ask a couple questions about the other two legs okay. of the hey, stool. You that one, one thing you just touched on, I think it, uh-huh. it'd be good too, is, is with that home exercises, if somebody does have a head forward posture or mm-hmm. a straightened curve, or they have a shift in their hips and the pelvis, there's mirror image exercises, kind of like probably what you're referring to, that yeah. we can give them some things to work on at home or on our vibration therapy plates that we have in the office to help speed that process up to help again, train the spine to become more stable or to re- reverse that, uh, those bad curvatures or those bad yeah. postural habits to get a stronger, healthier spine. Because we know for a fact that the human spine works more efficiently when it's in alignment and has the yeah. proper curves. All the research correlates with that. And we've gone over some of the studies in, in previous episodes as well. And, um, so, uh, if the more we can improve that helps to hold the, the, uh, the spinal health better, which then allows the nervous system to run more efficiently. Mm. 
and for her to live life more to the fullest. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I just wanted no, to No, that's that. good. That's good. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so to, to go back to the other two legs, to just ask a couple questions about those. The first one about adjustments. Um, what, what are, we kind of addressed why they need to be in rhythm, why that's important. You know, I like to say to patients, you know, your care plan, if you have a four-month care plan, it's based on you getting the number of adjustments recommended within this four-month time period. This is why we're so adamant about chasing patients down who are missing appointments and getting them back in to make up those missed dates, even if it means coming in more than recommended for a couple of weeks to catch up on them, right? Because you recommend the frequency you recommend, and that's what that means. And uh, so there's that. But then what are some of the techniques and things that you use as a chiropractor? Different tools, different equipment, things? Because if you come in for the first time and you sit in our office, you're going to hear a loud bang sounds. You're going to hear click, click, click sounds. You're going to hear the sounds of like, on people's backs and you may go what are they doing to people in there right it's 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 a construction yeah it's not quite as bad as going to the dentist and hearing like like it's not that bad but you know there there's people that come in that wonder what is what do they do back there? instead of crying there's a lot of laughing going on in in, in our office exactly there's a lot of laughing nothing bad about dentists and we we love our dentists yeah uh, yeah we do okay um so much i rarely ever go to one (laughs) (laughs) that's not good no but um so that the question is you know, what are some of those things that we're hearing that, you're, that we may see, the techniques, cool. the yeah. tools we may see? Yeah, so the first thing you mentioned was the, the adjustments in the rhythm and getting those. It's kind of like just to touch one thing on that is if somebody was going to a personal trainer and they're wanting to have a goal of losing a certain amount of weight or they're wanting to be training to a level of, of getting running a marathon in a certain time, so that coach has them doing specific exercises mm-hmm. um, to help build and reach that goal. And if they are supposed to come in twice a week, or go exercise and do something specifically for twice a week and they only start doing it once a week, they're only getting 50% of the the care that they need or they only get into the, how likely are they going to achieve the goal that they're wanting to have? Um, Not very likely. So that's why we, uh, we're, like you said, we're trying to help keep patients accountable to reach the goals that they want, right? But the, the sounds and the tools it can be various things, you know, because there's all kinds of different techniques uh, that can be used to restore the proper function and adjust the spine to remove that interference so that way the body can start healing and repairing. And one thing that's really important to mention is the healing happens in between the adjustments. Uh, yeah. We don't put the healing in the body. It's already it's already there, right? right. So which is helping to remove the interference so the body can do its job, meaning that subluxation, it's, it's interfering with the communication of the body to be able to heal and repair and do what is designed and created to from birth. So the, um, so the, the different tools, some with our hands, right. Uh, can be adjusting with our hands and it sometimes it can cause popping noises sometimes not, but what we're doing is restoring function in the spine with very specifically. And that's the difference too, is we don't do general manipulation to just try to get mobility in a joint. Okay. That's really important is um, a person can manipulate their spine on their own at home. They can twist their neck around and their back around and they can do all kinds of stretches. And there's a lot of times things can pop for them. And, um, unfortunately, sometimes if they're doing that repetitively, that can actually cause weakness in their spine mm. and hypermobility and hold a uh, stability of their spine less. Yeah. So it's very important, uh, to be clear is the type of chiropractic care that we want to deliver is not a general manipulation of the body of what what's going to pop Mm. it's it's looking detecting and correcting the very specific primary subluxations that are interfering with the body's ability to heal and repair so once we identify that making a very specific adjustment in that location to free up what's not functioning well that's not moving well and then leaving the rest of the spine alone except for those segments that need Mm -hmm. to be adjusted so that way 
because we want strength and stability, right? Yeah. So that can happen with many ways. Like I said, the hands, right? Mm -hmm. But another tool is the doing drops. Some some people call it like Thompson technique is one of the, okay. the techniques that where they can do drop tables with the the pelvis uh, can kind of lift up and it uses helps you gravity to help shift and adjust those pelvic bones and the the hips in the lower back to help balance it out where the spine is sitting on that helping that be more mm. level uh, or um, same thing with the cervical you can do drop tables or the thoracic um, then there's a tool called the activator which is a uh, instead of as much force it's a higher velocity it goes uh, some people say 300 times faster than what mm. someone can adjust with their hands so you need much less force to stimulate and get the spine to unlock and allow the nervous system to communicate this is a great tool it can be dialed down into a very low level uh, we use this a lot on uh, infants and babies or okay. um, uh, like uh, an osteo uh, product woman that uh, you wouldn't want to be doing the drop table or uh, yeah. thrust, but you can still stimulate the spine to remove interference to allow better function. Um, there's tonal techniques um, with with uh, uh, for uh, cranial or sacral techniques with that. There's um, also we have an arthro stim, which is kind of like that, you know, the, yeah. the jackhammer yeah. that you were. You did a much better sound. And but that uh, a lot of patients love that, and it, and it's really helpful, especially if somebody has a lot of arthritis degeneration because mm -hmm. it needs healthier movement in there. And that arthro stim can really help um, stimulate the mechanoreceptors in that joint, kind of oh, like cool. oiling the joints and get better communication there. Um, so there's what else am I missing? I mean, there's. Um, but yeah, do you use anything else? There's some new stuff you guys, I don't know if you use it on patients much yet. Yeah, it's it's just a different, we've been uh, learning some other uh, coupling different techniques yeah. uh, to the spine um, that uh, can be very helpful with different situations. But we're always wanting to learn and grow and, and have a lot of tools in the bag that because everybody's different and how they respond, yeah. right? So we don't adjust every single person the same way because everybody's different. Yeah, cool. All right, so kind of to wrap up the finish up i want to ask a question about the number two leg because we've spent quite a bit of time on the fitness part and the exercise that's great the therapies we talked about adjustments and kind of how those work the let's finish on the bad habits i want to know like if you could tell patients if you could tell people one one half the first thing we're going to tell you is find a good chiropractor and get in there and start getting adjusted uh the or second, at least get checked or at least get checked and see yeah see if you have some subluxations the second thing i want to say is the second thing i want to ask is what is the one habit that you're going to tell people stop doing this, you know, fix this habit. You know, if you do nothing else, fix this. Is there anything like that that you'd say? Well, uh, uh I would say the, I mean, um, a really big bad habit in today's society is lack of movement. Okay. Uh, meaning that because everything with the technology age and we can literally do everything by sitting in our, mm -hmm. on our couch with ordering, Uber Eats and all the things, yeah. right? And which, uh, so our society is just getting less and less active in movement. And mm -hmm. what I, we find with most joints, they don't wear out, they rust out. And, oh, that's uh, interesting. So, so we, whether it's shoulders or the spine or, or issues. So if we can get people moving better, and then of course the, the other, I mean, it's hard to pick one because sure, it goes into like the chemicals and the food yeah. and all the, you know, and then of course our thoughts and the stresses and you just kind of get, yeah. it goes on and on. But I, the first thing that popped my mind was if we could just get people to start moving better. And that's where, of course, the fitness studio, we have different classes here yeah. or personal training to help because it can be intimidating going to um, different gyms if you don't know the right kind of movements or exercises. Right. Um, and again, kind of trying to help 
train people to, to fish for themselves, be able to go and do exercises and do home things on, on their own is a, is a goal of ours. Good. I, I was wondering if you might say self-adjusting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when people, when I see people grab their chin and just push their head up to crack their neck, I'm always like, ah, you shouldn't do that. Like I know for a fact, I've been adjusted so many times and I don't think my head ever moves that direction when a chiropractor adjusts my neck. Like I'm pretty confident that that's not how it's supposed to happen. <laughs> right. Well, and, that's kind of the, um, the thing with uh, that self-manipulation, uh, mm-hmm. manipulating the spine. And amazingly, there are some times when that can help, right? Sure. Um, but um, if you just, uh, one thing to think about, if you find yourself in a habit of self-adjusting yourself, that may be a sign that there's something not quite right. Yeah. It's not stable and it keeps stimulating. Gosh, there's something wrong in here and it keeps making you want to do that. Yeah. And, um, and to be honest, those are sometimes the harder patients to get to stabilize because right. they've, they've chronically been self-adjusting and manipulating that it's, it's a weaker part of the spine and that person is really important to not only uh, adjust the segment that needs it and leave the rest alone, but then uh, to be exercising the muscles around mm-hmm. that to start creating the stability in there. Because as yeah. soon as they have, they sleep a little wrong or they get under tension and stress, then it wants to go right back to the, where the problem right. is. So it's, again, it's a balancing act of several factors. But again, if we just kind of align our life and our lifestyle, the way we're designed and created mm-hmm. to, to be able to move and how we think and what we put in our body to the basic tools of just be thinking about for you personally, if you're listening, is just to think about, okay, what's the one area in that I need to stop doing and how I think? Yeah. You know, uh, well, what's the one area that I need to stop doing when I, and how I eat or what I put in my body or if it's yeah. a soda that we drink several times a day or, or, um, or, and then movement, you know, like just those three categories, just think about one in each category That's of what to idea. start yeah. or stop doing and then just start with that. And you'll be amazed at how that little change can start your path or your mm-hmm. journey to improving your health and quality of life for the future. Yeah, something as simple as what you said, you know, just starting to shift your focus on your thoughts to to Christ and to the Word. Or for me, just deciding that being active is not just about wanting to follow a trend or be buff or something. It's about health and something. Just those little mind shift, yeah. mind, mindset shifts uh, are sometimes just super, just really huge for our health. And I think, I think that's, you know, if you do, if you find something in each of those three categories, that's the three-legged stool. You've already started building the foundation on your stool, yeah. and things can get better. And if you and, need any help in those areas, reach out. We can help guide you to do something exactly. next once you happen. Exactly. One one quick little tip too is is sometimes it's easier for some people to focus on adding something rather than taking something away. So, for example, yeah. like especially with nutrition, uh, instead of like, oh, I need to stop doing this, stop doing that, or cut this out, cut that out. Well, maybe start focusing on, hey, I want to at least have one salad a day. Yeah. You know, just a minimum wherever you're at or I need to drink, I need to at least drink, you know, four glasses of water or, or yeah. a glass of water with every meal or whatever. Just, it all depends on where everybody's at in their individual sure. process. But sometimes adding something is a little easier to start off with mm-hmm. and that by adding some good, it automatically can start pushing out some of the negative or the bad. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks very much for listening. And uh, Dr. Hill, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us again. You bet. Yeah, super, fun. super helpful. And thank you for your wisdom. I'm, I'm getting, well, yeah. And your funny stories. Yeah. I, that's more of what I'm here for is the funny <laughs> stories, less wisdom. But uh, I will say this, speaking of funny stories and, and everything, we're coming up to the end of this series on the Better Results Faster class. We're getting close to the end. I want to end with a question and answer episode where we're just answering people's questions and that's the whole thing. 
So if you're listening right now or you're watching, um, you, if you want to please email us at info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. That's just info at hillfamilychiropractic.com. We will take those. We're going to gather questions over the next uh, couple weeks as we finish up the these next few e- uh, episodes. Also, this episode's coming out on Thanksgiving Day, so happy Thanksgiving to those who are listening on the day it comes out, uh, or around then. You know, happy Thanksgiving week. But uh, but yeah, so we're going to be thankful. Be thankful. That's super good for your one of the three legged stools. Your thoughts, just yeah. being grateful for what you have. You and uh, yeah, so we want to answer questions uh, for for Doctor Hill to to just kind of dig into something that we've shared a lot of info. And it's really awesome to share as much info as we can, but I think it's even more awesome to share answers to specific questions that people are actually asking. So go ahead and send and us And I that. don't have the, all the answers, but I'll be glad to share with my thoughts. Right. And we'll have them, <laughs> if you send them soon, we'll have them ahead of time and we can find answers if we need to, because we yeah, have, you can research what we don't have answers for, we have resources for. <laughs> yes, we and do. so, uh, so yeah, we can do that. Also, uh, just subscribe to the podcast. Tell some friends about us. Let us know. Uh, we're grateful for those who are listening consistently. It's we, fun watching more and more people. Yeah, we, we do see in. you. We only see you as numbers, but we see that you are listening and we're grateful. And for watching, that's the, the viewers are, are increasing as well so yep. i'm super grateful yeah, yeah, for true. that and that you watch all the way to the end uh of the of the episode that's awesome yeah that's amazing so dr hill thanks again bet and we will see everybody next time on another episode of stronger healthier happier bye-bye see.